Well, did you say Cole's had enough of our shit? Yeah, he's had enough of our shenanigans, listening to Screamo. <laughs> he was like, how can people listen to that? Fucking I wasn't. shit. You're the goth. <laughs> did you say on Facebook the other day, today? So, I've got the nickname the Monster Man now. Yeah. Me and Derry were like, that's not how it works. Your nickname's given to you. By you are, you're the goth. Mate. With an F. Goth. <laughs> Coffee. I went into um, I went into the shell before I came in, and the lady was like, "Oh, here he is, look." And I was like, "Oh shit!" And uh, she said, "We're colleague, look, Jan, the monster man's here." And I was like, "I'm sorry, what?" They were like, "You buy cans all the time." It's, it's better than little kids saying to their mums in stores, "Look, look at that girl, look at her hair." <laughs> about you, mate. That I've was... seen so many stages you posting that. What do you say, little kids? Look at you and go, "Mum." This little five-year-old. So I'd had a bit of a shit morning. Traffic wasn't the best. I was doing the weekly shop. Got out, you know, not looking my best, not looking so fresh. And um, this little kid just grabbed his mum's hand, tugged on it and went, Look, mummy, that boy thinks he's a girl. <laughs> and she was like, I'm so sorry. I was like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck your kid. <laughs> and then I toe-punted the, the kid across the fucking <laughs> store. <laughs> <laughs> your mum ringing me, Shafe. <laughs> I don't know what bullshit you've been feeding him on that podcast. <laughs> don't know who he thinks he is now, but he's quite a simple, humble guy now. He's toe-punting fucking six-year-olds across Asda's in Newport or something. My um, my beautiful wife asked if this podcast was big enough, so when she goes through McDonald's drive through if they say, um, excuse me, madam, do you mind going away in Bay 1? She's like, excuse me? Do you know who I am? <laughs> Gets out there and be like, you're going on Insta. You're going on Insta live. <laughs> oh, no, she's waiting, B1. She, she becomes a Karen. Yeah. Oh, minging. No, don't no. don't, don't fall down that yeah, route, no. mate. Because um, you'll be kicked off the podcast like that child down aisle three in Tesco's. I know. Um, I'm going to get in trouble for saying that about wanting to punt kids. I don't really want to punt you kids. You won't. I haven't okay. so far had any... Um, um, controversy surrounding the comments I made about shooting up schools the other day, which if you watch episode two, you'll see cars fucking flying past here. Danger. I uh, didn't have any controversy from that. Oh, no good. sort of comments. I think it's because it was kind of broke. It couldn't, it, it was impenetrable. It was an impenetrable joke. It was, there was no point in, in going against it good. with your recreational outrage. <laughs> have you seen all that at the moment though? The cancel culture is rife. Mate. <laughs> you got a point to make. I just, no, okay, right. So just like, no, okay. It's part of what you're going to say. Mm-hmm. The amount of people that I have seen on various social media platforms saying things like, "We need to topple this establishment, burn it all down," and I've got the right one. I know, right? I can be in charge, and I can sort this whole mess out. People. 12 weeks ago, we're clawing each other's eyes out for shit rag, right? If you think you're going to topple the establishment and everyone's going to sit around in harem pants with a guitar singing Kumbai fucking ya, you're so fucking wrong. Fucking. <laughs> James has fixed bayonets no, and he's charging the whites of their eyes, this fucking podcast. No, just... Eloquently put. Just, you know... It's people who've got no comprehension of, of, of violence, have never experienced violence in their life, and they're the ones that are like, I'm going to burn it all down. It's yeah. like, okay, mate. Not like me or you. We were beaten to a pulp by our parents <laughs> daily. So was young Cole. Cole has PTSD behind the camera from the abuse that he had from his mum and dad. He's got the That's push. made him the man he is today. He hides behind the cameras. <laughs> <laughs> beaten to a pulp. And now he's six foot five and beats them to a pulp. 
Shout out Cole's mum. And, and also, I think it won't be lost on you that the irony that these statuses are being written on iPhones, which is a product of... Capitalism. Yeah. Just I, I th- the problem I have with cancel culture, and I think everyone should have this problem with it, is what, at what part of the day do you wake up and go, I'm going to ruin that person's life today? And bearing in mind, I'm not talking about people who've been uh, found out almost 100%. Mm-hmm. I mean, 99.9%. There needs to be a shadow of a doubt for what I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about if someone murdered someone 10 years ago and they got found out and it's like, oh, look, I've grown as a person and they're like, okay, you're forgiven. I don't mean that. Mm. I mean, cancel that person for fuck's sake yeah. if they've been found out to be anything as sinister as that. Mm-hmm. Rapists, murderers, whatever. If someone has said something that was a bit distasteful 10 years ago and you're cancelling them, I don't... This is what I think. How can anyone have a logical and rational discussion if you've already got plans of shooting them down? No wonder people are... There's such a divide. Nobody wants to have a discussion anymore. It's like the point I always make about um, educating and not belittling. Mm -hmm. Everyone's too scared to say their opinion because they're worried that somebody's going to cancel them or jump down their throat. Say your opinion or, 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 or be true to yourself and say it. If it's not too far ignorant, I'm not saying be racist and be true to it. Like the fact I even have to explain that is fucking stupid. But um, people are getting cancelled for stuff they've said. Ten like Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon uh, 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 apologising for stuff now that Mm. that they done years ago, like ten, fifteen years ago. And it's like acknowledge it. Oh, it was probably a bad joke back then. Mm -hmm. But being completely cancelled for stuff you've said ten, fifteen years ago. By that concept, we'd all be fucking cancelled. We've all said dumb shit years ago. You'd have to probably erase the entire, every, well, a very large proportion of films ever made in the 1920s. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, it was, it was wrong, obviously. It's racist as hell, but yeah. um, it's a product of its time. What can you, that's, that's the way people thought back then. People yeah. don't think like, well, for the most part, people don't think like that anymore. But yeah. if you, it, it's now, I think, I consider it a historical document. That doesn't mm. mean I want it screened on TV, but it should belong in a, you know, in a vault. Yeah. And if anyone wants to write their paper on racism in the 1920s film industry, they can do. Yeah, Whereas, exactly. You know, yeah. Destroying it all and pretending it never happened. That's shaky, shaky territory. Just cancelling everyone. There's, there's no, there's literally no point in having a discussion or a debate with anyone because it just, it's, it's an argument now. It's, I'm right, I'm set in my ways. And, and, and it's especially when you have people on a certain level of the spectrum who believe that um, they're very, um, rational with their conversations and they're, and they're just shooting you down. It's like, um, I would say I'm very centrist. Yes, there's splinters up my ass. I'm sitting on the fence. Um, I just don't, I don't understand that where we've gone. We've done this loop. I thought the pendulum was swimming, swinging the other way the last two mm-hmm. years that we were going back into the people being free to say what they want. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think you can really draw the line with that. You can't regulate the internet or anything like that. People no. are free to say what they want um, and you're free to challenge them. What's happened is, is people just challenge fucking everything you say now. Absolutely everything. Even when it is, it's not like, oh, okay, why do you think like that? It's like, you're fucking. I watched this TikTok the other day yeah. and it was like comedians in 2021. Oh, I love it. Loved it's it. like, it's hilarious. just for the people who are, who are watching at home, who aren't listening on Spotify, but watching this on YouTube, he's, he's like this and he's, he's like, And all the audience members are watching him like that, waiting for him to crack his first joke. And it goes around all of them, and some people have making notes like that. And he goes, so, so what's the deal with wheat bread? I bet you like white bread as well, you fucking racist! 
It's like, oh my God, it's going to be like that. It's like, it's, it, it is unreal now. And I got to say 80%, at least 80%, I'm discalculable by the way, so this is probably entirely mm. wrong, um, of my friends I've seen doing it. on and Friends of mine who I've deemed quite intelligent people who were mm. um, jumping down people's throats uh, because they don't agree with them. It's like, fuck. I, and again, in the, I'm not talking if you if there's someone going... Um, like for example, I've seen on Facebook, all oh, blacks—they're all the same. They're mm. all doing this. That you don't even need to have a discussion with that with the person like that because yeah, they are a not. fucking idiot. Is it's not your job to educate that person, mm. as I said on the first episode. But when people are, uh, have a certain certain point of view, or they've said a certain joke 10, 15 years ago, and you're twenty, twenty-five, whatever, and you're just completely fucking scolding them, people are people are not going to have a discussion about anything. Can be too scared. I think a lot of people have also worked out if they use the big words, and mm-hmm. I, I consider the three big words to be <clears throat> Nazi, um, bigot, uh, yeah, or you know, or rapist, which uh, I mean, unfounded. Yeah, and if you throw that word out there, that I think some people feel that that discredits your argument. Mm-hmm. So they can state a point and then they'll brand you as one of those three. So whatever you say back holds no validation at all. You see like in it. Facebook comments when someone calls someone racist and they're, yeah. they're blatantly not. Like I like to, I like the narrative of Facebook comment because it's fucking, some of them, you'll get like um, someone will be like, you're, a, you're an absolute racist. And then someone will reply, the person who's been called a racist with a really educated response. Yeah. And then they're like, the other person goes, ha ha. You think reverse racism works on me? It's like uh, I always see that race, reverse racism isn't a thing. It's like, and it's not even the the, the point of what this person was trying to say. They were just no. trying to go. There's no point calling me a racist just because you disagree with me. Um, and I don't mean just on that subject. I mean mm. anything. Like um, you've got um, what was Joe Rogan trying to get cancelled for? By the way, if you're trying to cancel Joe Rogan, good luck. Yeah, hundred million just got bought for. So. It's not even a money thing. It's just no. good luck trying to cancel Joe Rogan. Um, what was, it, what was it they were trying to cancel him for? He A video was found from the early days when he used to do the podcast over the wet, over the internet. I thought it was... So the one I... I mm-hmm. should pop to my mind. Sorry to interrupt. I thought mm-hmm. it was where he was with Bill Burr. And he was like... He jokingly went, man, people who wear masks are fucking pussies. And Bill Burr was like, Joe, I'm not going to sit in front of a fucking American flag smoking a fucking cigar. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, I just watched the news two or three... T- yeah, I, I thought it was that. I thought he was getting cancelled. So, so that helped... Yeah. The main one was somebody posted a clip from 11 years ago of him laughing about stories that Joey Diaz was telling. So when Joey Diaz was a comedian, yeah. well, is a comedian, but 15 years ago, I think it was, he used to make girls suck him off mm-hmm. so they could get a spot like on his on his set, which Joey is... fucking Diaz. It's a fucking creepy thing yeah, to do. I'm not going to lie. It's creepy. And Rogan's laughing. Bear in mind, they smoke a shitload of weed. This yeah. is in their house. This is when it was filmed over the internet as well. So they're probably both stoned as shit. And the fact that Rogan laughed, Chelsea Peretti is really the the, the figurehead trying to lead it. She's saying, you've, you know, sp- at Spotify, you've just bought the podcast of a rape sympathizer. Mm. And really, he just laughed at a tasteful joke. A yeah. tasteless... Sorry, tasteful joke. joke. I was going to say. I know, no, no. He just laughed at a tasteless joke. So really, I mean, if you're going to, you know, that's ridiculous. What's next? Breaking wind in inappropriate places gets you cancelled. I, I love how that's the figure point. And he also kidnapped someone, but nobody's saying. That, and that's what he said. He said, I abducted somebody, whipped them, like yeah. with a coat hanger and all sorts. And we were talking about shooting them. The guy went to his show. We kidnapped. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said he nearly broke down. I don't know, fucking broke down on stage or whatever. Yeah. Jesus. The guy's changed a lot, but um, 
Again, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Dude, we... It, the, the thing is... Like, kidnapping, it's like... <laughs> I mean, he's, he, did, he did time, though, didn't he? Oh, yeah, he's been in jail. Yeah. Yeah, he, um, he, that's why he can never tour over here. He's answered enough for his crimes, and I guess... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it, I, it's just it's weird one trying to go after Joe Rogan to cancel him. It's a weird one for... Especially, like, you don't understand the context of that, uh, of that environment as well. As you said, they're probably off their... Nuts. Yeah, exactly. Um, not that it ever justifies it, but is there re- really reason to, to cancel someone? Is he really sympathising with a rapist? No. Is there even a rapist in this in this discussion? It's, it's douchebag behaviour. Yeah. Um, but the fact that he did you said he makes them, like oh, he used to... Oh, no, he... I don't kind of... He I, Harvey Weinstein them, essentially. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the one half of the Harvey Weinstein in, you know, the casting couch thing, which is, you know, I, I, I hate to say this, it's technically not illegal, but that yeah. doesn't mean it's not wrong. Yeah. It makes you just a douchebag. It just yeah. makes you a terrible person. But Joey Diaz, they, someone in, was with him. I think it was that Andrew guy. You know the guy with the, the handlebar, must, uh, the little moustache? I can't remember. He's uh, can't trended remember. on Instagram and he said, are you afraid of being cancelled? And Joey Diaz was like, no one can cancel me because I'm cancelling myself. Yeah. I've outed myself. I've, I've, I've admitted it. Yeah. Like I was wrong. It was douchebaggy behaviour and I'm fucking sorry. Get over it, sort of thing. Well, yeah, you know, you can't be deplatformed when you're on a platform of your own. You can ask people to stop watching, but whether they will or not is a different thing. It's not mm. like it's not like if you're tied to a network. You know, with a lot of celebrities when they're tied to BBC or Comedy Central or anything yeah. like that, they can be cancelled. You know, they can be deplatformed, taken away, all the rest of it, which is great. I mean, the, the one thing that makes me laugh the most in all this, and I'm really sorry to pick on it again, everyone is so you know, politically correct and all the rest. One of the highest rated shows in the UK is a man playing an Irish grandmother who is homophobic and pretty fucking racist. Yeah. And everyone thinks that's hilarious. And that the BBC, you know, do you know what I mean? The BBC yeah. are like, oh, we're not going to touch that. Like, well, hold on a minute. If we're going through all this, you know, someone's done whatever 25 years ago, surely you should be going after your num- one of your number one rated shows on TV. And saying, well, it's not acceptable anymore, is it? Pick and choose, and you—you you, people pick and choose what they're offended by. Being offended doesn't mean you're right, does it? I just—I've stopped. I've—I've I've learned a long time ago to just let it play out. And that Joey Diaz stories made me feel a bit fucking sick listening gross. to it. I'm not going to lie. It, it is I like the guy, but now I've learned that I'm a bit like. I told you this before. I saw him live, and I will say he was one of the funniest stand-ups I've ever seen. Just ever, he was incredible. Um, but when that story broke, because I wasn't watching Rogan 11 years ago, um, when I saw it, yeah, it's not nice. Like, don't don't be that guy. Yeah. He's got kids as well. You know, Joey Diaz has kids. He has yeah, daughters. Yeah. And it's, yeah. I don't know. I I can't comment. I just, I just yeah, it's, it was wrong. For, I, I did not enjoy that story at all. I thought it was a bit of a douchebaggy piece of shit move to do. But yeah, you know, what am I, I agree. Do? What am I going to do about it? I wholeheartedly agree. Send a tweet. Speaking of... Could do. That's how cancel culture fucking works <laughs> nowadays. Like, but, you know, you can't cancel the guy because he's on, um, what is it, like iTunes and YouTube. So re- really, I mean, there's far, far worse things out I, there. I, on those. I think the definition of cancel nowadays, though, is just throwing someone under the bus and dragging them through the dirt as much as possible based on your findings of being offended by something they've said, as opposed to, say, like, uh, the Christelia situation. Yeah. There's actual, like, 38 counts of... It's, pretty solid evidence in there yeah. that he's yeah um so there's more room to be be like fuck that guy um but i i mean cancel culture is i find cancel culture is a lot like do you think 
the demographic of people who wake up one morning and go, I'm going to fucking ruin this woman's life or this man's life. Do you think it's a, a lot of it is to down, uh, down to how perhaps that individual was treated in school? So say, for example, they didn't have a, a, a good time through education in school. They were picked on a lot, uh, left out socially. Do you think it's like a lot of them are like, oh, it's my time now. This is my playground. It's time to cancel everyone. It's time to... Because it, to some degree, mate, cancel culture is fucking bullying. It is. I completely agree with you. Yeah. But I also think our parents bear a lot of responsibility. You blow that vape into that fucking mic, mate. That's lovely for the audience to listen I to. Do, I do apologise. Yeah. I normally do it more sneaky at the side of my mouth. I yeah. just wended that. Out the window. Like, yeah, I'm sorry, everyone at home. Yeah. Cancel him. Fucking Cancel me for vaping on air. Cancel him for vaping on air. Um, I think also our parents' generation have a lot to answer for. And... Um, I think that they told everyone that you, you're special, you're special. And I think a lot of people went to university and came out of university in the middle of a recession. They come kind of a crap crash in 2008. And I think they've realized that they're not special. Yeah. A piece of paper isn't worth anything. Mine isn't straight mm-hmm. up. It's not worth anything. And I think that they are angry. I think they're angry that they can't buy a house because rent costs so much. They can't save for a mortgage. Yeah. I think wages are a smaller cost of living's gone up, and I think people are just generally pissed off. And their parents, mine included, Molly coddled and said, "You are special. You will be somebody." So now, mine didn't. <laughs> I just had this conversation. No, 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 no. But, but I think I think too many of these people have been told they were going to do something, and the truth is, out there, again, myself included, people are untalented. Some people yeah. are just untalented. That's not to say that they're, they're talentless, but, you know, this this thing that they would have an impact on the world or change it, I think is becoming a stark realisation that, no, you fucking won't. Yeah. And how can I have an impact? How can I do something? Well, I know what I'll do. I'll become, you know, a crusader for all causes. I think I said this to you once before. You cannot be liberal about everything and you cannot be conservative about everything. Yeah. Because... There are points in each that will cross and will contradict one another. You just have to be a realist at the end yeah. of the day. I think of you have. that's all you can be, whether we live in a simulation or not. But no, you make a good point there, mate. I totally agree with you. you know? I was saying this, um, uh, well, I, I said on the first episode of the podcast, um, was I found that in lockdown, lots of people complaining about things, fine. Uh, but we live in a time, um, yeah, there are things going on, especially in Yemen, Mm-hmm. Um, the Black, Light, Black Lives Matter protests, the systematic ra- systematic racism. But we live in a time, I'm being realistic here, where this is probably the most peaceful the world has ever been. Mm-hmm. And, and that's pr- this probably the most peaceful it will ever get because it's just how we, it's just how we are, built as humans, unfortunately. Yeah. I, this me trying to be as real as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, yeah, people are, people are really stuck in this... Um, sort of way that they've been wrapped up in cotton wool, perhaps by parents, um, how you've mentioned it. And it is, everyone wants something for nothing now as well. Yeah. Everyone wants everything. Like cancel the rent I saw on Twitter uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, <laughs> so the housing, it, so the whole housing it, industry just collapses. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, the government have got us in this issue. We're in a, we're in a new recession. It's like, it's, it, so yeah, I mean, you're, you're exactly right. You, you can't be liberal and, and have one view and then conservative. And yeah, I, I totally agree with you, man. I do, I do feel like we've gone down the route of um, people are just want everything for nothing. People are pandering to being quite, yeah, so, sort of 
it's like everyone everyone's going to be the the president of the United States or the new beauty pageant queen because there are moms that said so. I, I, I believe I think everyone should push and strive for everything they want to be. But yeah, oh no, um, I, I, sorry, I don't want to. <coughs> I don't want to discourage no, no, anyone no. from trying. In the context um, of what you said, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About, um, yeah. Don't don't worry about that. Yeah. Um, it, but but you you do have to be realistic, and I think the, yeah, the problem is that there's not not many people who are realistic nowadays. People aren't real real with themselves. They're just like. Um, I'm I'm going to change the world, um, and this is how I'm going to do it. And usually they do it in quite a quite an aggressive way. That's not. Uh, that it just means cancel everyone who's in the way. And if anyone disagrees with uh, anything I say, mm-hmm. I'm rambling now. Um, get rid of them. Speaking about being untalented, you know, I the first time I, re- I remember I told you this story before. The first time I ever did stand up, I did something that a lot of people don't get, and that is that I did well. Mm-hmm. And James Dunn, who's one of the, I think, one of the best comedians in Cardiff at the moment, lovely guy, shout out to James. He said to me, the quicker you have a bad set, the better. Okay. He said, the, the quicker you get it out the way, the better it is, right? So I did three sets in a row that were all very, well, considered to other people, I thought they were shit. Everyone else thought they were quite good, which I was very happy with. Yeah. Then I went on my fourth gig, I went and I ate shit. And I ate mm-hmm. shit for 20 minutes. I did my first opening joke. It just died. Died to death. Yeah. But if I was there, mate, you wouldn't have eaten shit. I would have the loudest man in the room. I just brought you on. Yeah. And like, laugh at this man, do impressions quick. Go, oh, go, fucking go. hell. Christ, imagine that, imagine that didn't eat up. shit. I'd be like, what? That was shit. You guys are fucking nuts. Coming on stage and doing impressions. What is this, the fucking 80s? I know. Put my Haven Holiday red coat on now and start going, look at my Louis Spence impression. <laughs> Woo, love it. But, I don't feel as a very, on the lowest rung of the, of the stand-up comedy ladder, I don't consider myself talented. I consider myself a hard worker at it. Yeah. Oof. Get a load of this guy. No, I, just, I, 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 I don't. I, I think you're mad. I'm, you know, I still do open mics. No one books me. I just do open mics. That's all I am. Yeah. But I work hard. I don't just, I don't just expect it all to fall in my lap just yeah. because I had wife, my first three sets were good. And I will say that everyone was right in telling me that the quicker you get the bad set out of the way, the worse it is. Because mm. the day after I did that, I didn't get out of bed. I felt like shit. I was just, I was just so down on myself. Yeah. I was like, fuck, that was terrible. That sucks. But not everyone likes. And that's when you you've got to realize, you know, you're not going to please everyone. You're not going to tick tick everyone's boxes. And that's fine. There's nothing exactly. happens. You do you. You're not going to wake up with leukemia or anything here because you didn't, you know, please someone. Uh, speaking of you doing gigs in pubs, mate, the pubs yeah. are reopening on Monday in Wales, isn't it? Yes. I apologise for everyone for my Mark Drakeford impression last weekend. I actually listened to the podcast back today. It was fucking dreadful. I don't even know. You sound like Tom Jones. <laughs> like, oh, fucking pubs are opening. Mama told me. <laughs> I, I, he's, um, he's reopening the pubs on Monday um, on the weekend. They're uh, On the weekend that's just passed, mm-hmm. I saw loads of my mates flocking across to Bristol. People going to Essex, going over to Essex, having a good time over there. Mm-hmm. And they look, London, London, land of Innsbro. Um, did you see the fucking... It's all so Did hard. you see that? Did you see that video? Ah, so it's re- unreal. They'll have another spike, though. There, there will be another spike, 100%. Leicester's already in lockdown. They will have another spike in <laughs> London. Look, I ain't going to lie. I probably would have been one of those people out in Soho. So I'm not going to sit here and be like, am I going to fucking sit here in front of the 27 club? <laughs> um, I, I would have been out there. I would have been out and about. But um, it, it was mad. Pubs reopening in Wales on Monday. Mm-hmm. 
but apparently only beer gardens. I have no idea how it works. What's he trying to do? Is he trying to be different? Well, some pubs, I think, are... Again, so do you know that there's the um, all the chain pubs, there's spoons, and there's other ones uh, in Wales that I can't think of. Brains, I think, mm-hmm. is another one. I think you get an app, and the app then books you a slot in the beer garden, and then once you're two hours up, you fuck off. That's a novelty. <laughs> Excuse me, just don't go. I know. It's drinking outside. There's plenty of nicer places you can drink with your friends outside than... In the sea it's no different to what you're going to be doing anyway when households can come around your house and have a drink. You're going to be sat in a table in a bar. Jesus, I spoke quick then. Yeah, You're going to be sat on a table in a bar with probably, what, a maximum of six friends? Mm-hmm. Can't talk to anyone. And one of the main reasons you go to a pub is to socialise with other new people. Why would you, like, and you've got to have food as well, apparently. Oh, have you? Yeah, you've got to have food. But I uh, was having this conversation with one of the boys the other day. Nobody's going to, nobody's regulating that. It's going to be shitty bars, and I love a good shitty gritty pub with a load of fucking All right, bye. people in, um, whatever that is. Yeah, people, people with Welsh accents. Um, I the landlord's going to be like, "Fuck it, do we want? Who's going to come in with a notepad and go, ah, two meter rule, being oh yes, not being acknowledged here. That's a five thousand pound fine for you." They want to make money. They want to get all their ins, but there's there's still pubs with like off beer sat in kegs. So that, is it going to be regulated? I doubt it. Maybe the franchises will. You know, like your beer ones and I think yeah. Weatherspoons is, isn't it? Um, yeah, I just... There's social distance in Weatherspoons anyway. Yeah, there's fucking tables of mad far apart from each other. It's, um, I think... Shouldn't mention spoons on the podcast anyway. We've got to cancel that as well, haven't we? Or boycott yeah, it. Yeah, see, that makes me laugh, you know. Is it is it a shitty move? Of course it's a shitty move. Will I now try not to use Weatherspoons? Absolutely. But if there's some gig on in Cardiff, I'll tell you where everyone will go, especially with some of the places that we know, some of the venues. Traders Tavern. <laughs> that's where you're going with that. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's where I'm going to go. Definitely the Bussy Park. Yeah, for some cans. Yeah, it's or um, what you're going to say spoons, weren't you? So I see where you were going. I'm not going. I'm not going to listen. I'd love to say that I will never use Weatherspoons ever again. I, I think I'm sick of it because whenever I put my number up on social media yeah. of the table, yeah. they complain when people bring order me loads of booze. <laughs> How dare they put money into the company? Oh, I'm just like, you fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Don't take my money then. Are you going to try and start? Because I've had this, this conversation with the wife. We're going to try and start using way more independent places when everything reopens. Do restaurants. That anyway, really. Yeah. Yeah, because of dairy. Oh, of course, yeah. He, he likes foodie. all the in, in, independent places. Definitely a foodie. Mm-hmm. Um, he, uh, he likes all the independent places, so he tends to take take me to him. Mm. He say take it like he drags me there. We go together. He goes, do you want to go here? Yeah, we'll try there. It <laughs> yeah. Sounds nice. Yeah. I'll have some really hoppy beer where he'll encourage me to bite the scent. I don't get it. And um, it's, you know, and it's great. You have gyno for a month because it just, all the hormones and just sit on your chest and it's like... <laughs> Why am I fat? We're thinking because we're drinking hoppy beer. Do you know something? This is going to sound terrible, and I'm going to alienate a large proportion of craft beer drinkers. Craft. It all tastes like someone's dropped two pence in your pint. Oof. I just, Some of it's nice. There's on one called a Hazy Jane that I think Brewdog do. That's nice. Yeah. Um, what I don't like is when you go to these craft beer bars and you mm. go, uh, "What lager have you got?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lager. <laughs> Try again. Say, like, oh, fucking riddle me this. <laughs> riddle me this. What? 
oh, I don't know, um, can I have something that's quite strong and, and dark? <laughs> You're asking for a Guinness, we don't have that either. <laughs> no, just, what, what have you got? Oh, we have um, septic dog on a shoestring. 4.2%. Do you want that? Oh, yeah, I'll have a pint of that. We only do it in three quarters. What are you talking about? It's like, fuck me. I won't name them because it's not nice because it's one person. It's not a reflection on the staff. I went into a craft beer place and said, I don't really like craft beer. So I said, oh, just, I, can, I can do craft cider. It's fine. So I asked for it. And then I said, oh, can I have a bit of black in that, please? And he went, don't do cordial. <laughs> and I was like, okay. oh, shit. I was like, oh, I thought, wow. mate, like I'd ordered like crack cocaine. Do you know what I mean? Like I was like, can I have I bet he had like a fucking barley beard, oh. fucking oil in his beard <laughs> as well. Like that. I'm the only bearded man on the planet. Do you, we don't do, uh, we don't do cordial. If you come back, you can look at my vinyl set while I cook you some fucking <laughs> crispy tofu. He was very upset with me. Oh, very, fuck very off. Upset. I know. I, Get your head out your ass. I know. I just, Wearing it like a helmet. I was like, okay, no worries. And just took my pint and sat outside, but. And it's not all of them. Most no, crappy bars are really cool. Dude, that's yeah, like yeah. I was saying, the one that we always, I mean, the guys in Tiny Rebel have always been superb. Oh me. yeah, they're they've always been, lovely. They're yeah, lovely. Yeah. Cause they know I don't like it. So. They know I don't really like craft beer. So well, they know you don't like what? <laughs> they know I don't like it in here. So no, they're really nice. <laughs> James, can we get no, you? No, can you no, get no. you anything? No. no, I fucking hate this bar. <laughs> fucking fucking. Why am I in here? Oh, we know he doesn't like it. We'll put you in a special room, James. It's padded and it's upstairs, and <laughs> we'll give you monster energy, and we'll play light, goth music, and we'll, and we'll cover the light. windows. I'm bringing you Bud Light. We'll put you in a coffin and nail it, <laughs> so you'll feel at home. <laughs> Jesus Christ I hope they're not running hostile out of there That's what it sounds like <laughs> What I meant was Because we go there quite often They're yeah. aware that I don't drink craft beer oh, like, right, yeah. you know, uh, What's the lovely lady's name? Martina Martina Big big shout out to Martina She knows that I don't drink it She's great Martina's she's great lo- But they, what I mean is They don't give you the She's ad- great they, she, they, Their stuff don't give us the attitude Whereas in other places sometimes And again It's not all bar staff It's like one person takes their job super seriously. And yeah. it's just like, oh, for Christ's sake, you know. I'm sorry. They, 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 in Tiny Reb as well, they serve, like, they'd serve me a whiskey in, in a glass. Spirits it isn't a whiskey glass. And I, mm. I, I don't go, Excuse what me, is that? that? Yeah. Have you shaken that ice and that whiskey anti-clockwise <laughs> twice and clockwise five times? <laughs> Otherwise, I'm not drinking it. <laughs> it's not all of them, no. It's no. just some of them. There's nothing worse than a, someone who's behind a bar who's miserable. And people go, you don't know what they've been through today. Mm. I always go, how are you doing, buddy? You all right? And they go, yeah, good. It's like, okay. Right. I do feel sorry for him on match day. Match day. I don't I blame feel them. so sorry. I feel terrible for him. The shit they have to put up with is just fucking bollocks. I tell you who nails it most in, in, is, in Cardiff is, is the staff who work behind the bar and be at one. Yeah. Some of them, my friends, they fucking smash it. Like they just—they're just a laugh. They're up on the bar, they're smashing. Well, mm. they're not smashing light bulbs because they've just had it renovated and there. But yeah, just getting up and smashing <laughs> fucking thousand pound shades every time. Um, chandeliers across everywhere. Like, ah, fucking, uh, they're class in there, mate. And I yeah. know they must. They people at the bar going, "Oh, you got Estrella? <laughs> oh, we're uh, it's two for one cocktails, but yeah, we've got um, we got Estrella. Stella is there." Estrella, Estrella, yeah, yeah, like a yeah. little red can. Is yeah. that nah, fucking one Estrella? Estrella, he <laughs> want fucking fight, and they're just going right, okay, and then they just pour him lag, and they go fucking bang, and that is, and, yeah. and everyone's at the bar like fucking floating over, like seen out a fucking 
uh, Game of Thrones when the White Walkers attack fucking <laughs> Winterfell. And they just all get on the bar and have a laugh. And I know some yeah. of them are dying inside. I'm like, fair play to you all. And they're always good to me in there as well. Really nice. Yeah, I know. It's... Um yeah, they are actually. They take care of everyone. I just, and they know you don't like it in there they, as well. They, so what they do with James <laughs> is they have security flanking him. Do you know what they do? Just they in have, case he kicks off. Do you know what they do? They see me coming. They call the Bud Light truck. Yeah. And he's like, like Stone Cold when he had it. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get him a barbecue T-bone steak now. Yeah, quickly, hurry him up. No, he doesn't like this shit. Get him fucking Bud Light now. The other day, Jess tried to give him a porn star martini uh, and he stabbed her in the neck. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Sorry, mate. No, it's all right. I, I, like, I was going with that. I, like, I know it's quite funny. I was having um, I popped out with my friend the other day. Yeah, we went to walk. Uh, little Lord Renly, bless him. Shout out, Lord Renly, Lord Dot Renly on Instagram. Uh -huh. And um, they said to me, I can quite relate to you because we're like our, our star signs. Uh, are quite look at, look at his face. <laughs> our star signs are um, are, 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 are sort of connected, and I think. Star signs are bollocks, right? Mm -hmm. And I think anyone who condemns... I think you can believe in what you want, but people who condemn me mm. on my disbelief for star signs, mm. surely they must think Santa Claus is still real, right? Mm -hmm. is he, sorry, James, if I just spoiled that for you. No, 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 no. Continue, please. I read the other day yeah. my star sign, mm -hmm. and it said, talented. I went, oh, yeah, I am. There you go. Yeah. Tall, dark, and handsome. <laughs> I am. <clears throat> Um, no, one of them it said was oh, indecisive. Libras are notoriously indecisive, right? Mm. And I went, okay, that's, that's kind of true. And I'm like, kept focusing on the talented part, right? <laughs> if you put a million Libras in a room, right? Yeah. And they're all indecisive. And you offer each and every one of those Libras a million pound. Do you think they're going to go, <laughs> can't make a decision on that? Mm. And my horoscope is right. Um, it, it makes no sense. The reason star signs are so relatable to you is because they're fucking written to be relatable to you. If I'm getting one that says I'm talented all the time, I'm going to go, fuck, fucking brilliant. Class, this is about me. And there's ones that are like, oh, if you're a, a Gemini, you're, you're, you, you just get rid of people. <laughs> what? Quick sweet Everyone's disposable to a Gemini. You fucking hell, Jesus Christ. Um... They're written to benefit you. They're written, they're written to be nice about you. If they said nasty things about you, all star signs, you wouldn't believe in them. I, well, I read one the other day, actually. This was fucking brilliant. I'm going to try and pull this up on my Instagram. It was a, a fucking... Oh, God, where is it? i got to get this, mate. It was basically star signs from the 1970s, and they were just realistic. Okay. And I was crying at this. I've got to find it, though. Oh, for God's sake. It, basically, it was like... I don't know. Cancer. Cancers are strange people. They <laughs> usually end up in prison and are whores. <laughs> and I was like, all of them were nasty. We're like, yeah. And I, imagine, yeah, but imagine if they were all like that. And it's like people wouldn't go, oh, that's not me. That's not me. You change it to say nice things, that's me. I just think people who believe in it, I'm like, fucking all this. It's, our planets are aligning. So are our chakras. Can you feel our chakras vibrating? No, so, I can't. <gasps> So oh. I'll um I'll add to that. So when I was going through a bit of a dark time, I decided to pursue transcendental med meditation. Okay. And I found that. Listen, I don't people want to no, meditate. No, 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 no. The, the, no, the, the transcendental meditation part is is fine because I still use that to this day and it does help me. Um 
just clears my mind a bit, which is great. Great. However, we kept meeting at this person's house, and then nip slip. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> some people that. love that. Yeah, I need. I just stopped wearing vests. And then Annie came, and Annie can heal people through vibrations and crystals. She stuck a dildo up your ass. She stuck a crystal dildo up your ass. Right. Listen, if you're getting cancer treatment. And then you go into the hospital and you go, do you know what? Actually, mate, don't worry about it. Give yourself the chemo. Save it for, save it for someone not in the know. Because I'm having, I'm having a, uh, a gemstone rub later. <laughs> it's just going to go. It's just going to go. I'm fine. Real medicine is... It's, it's, Overrated. It's, uh, it's a business, you see, mate. Are these Scientologists, so these people? I think when you go... Don't get me wrong. You know, what's the, guy, what's the singer from the Pope? Shane McGowan. The singer of the Pope, yeah. yeah. He spends thousands of pounds getting like a racky healer. And they filmed a bit on a documentary and she's like, like with his auras and stuff like that. If it's not scientifically quantifiable, go fuck yourself. Do you want to, <laughs> for example, shift a load of vibrations through someone who has Parkinson's? <laughs> Probably not. And we'll, we'll see what happens. This is my son. He has cerebral palsy. Oh, let's pump a load of vibrations through him. That'll make him feel better. It's, it's fucking mad, man. It's it's crazy. And they say that if it's not working, it's because you need more of them. And you need more, which, funnily enough, costs like £150 a session. Jesus Christ. And people people do it, and people believe in it, you know? It's like... You believe in what you Yeah, yeah, yeah. Want. If you want to believe in it, it that, that, it's up to you. I, it's I, also up for criticism, I as would, we all... I would like to see somebody with stage four cancer being healed by vibrations and crystals, you know? Yeah. If I saw the evidence, you know, Categorically, they'd ceased all medical treatment, etc., and this happened. Maybe I'd be more open-minded, but I'm definitely not right now. Everyone just hires jackhammers and <laughs> fucking jackhammers each other's spines for the vibration. <laughs> fucking Jesus. Um, <laughs> fucking Jesus. God, that's another entirely other conversation. Uh, On to UFC. Yes, sir. Because you fucking this is this is your this is your game, Brad. Excuse oh, the pun. I know. Um. I don't, don't, so recently, Khabib's father died, which is really sad. Yeah, that is terrible. I, I, you know, that's a. He was such a big part of that guy's team. Yeah, so that's quite sad. Conor McGregor uh, posted quite a respectful apology, but was also disrespectful a week before. He said mm-hmm. it's a cover up. I'm not going to shoot him down for that because mm. I'd be crit- I'd be hypocritical of what I said late, earlier in the podcast. Yeah. Um, he probably did think it was cover up genuinely, mm-hmm. um, and. He died. He don't know what's going on there. Still insensitive comment to make. Yeah. Should be criticised for it, but um, I don't think he was doing it with uh, with the full knowledge of what was actually going on because no. he's now dead, which is sad. He's young as well. 57, 57 yeah. Um, Terrible. <clears throat> and this weekend, um, old Gilbert Burns is not fighting Usman, is he? No. It's Smash Vidal, which I think is a more exciting fight than any Conor McGregor fight ever. By far. Because Usman, I just want to see Usman sparked out. <laughs> just because I prefer Masvidal, Usman. I love Masvidal, but he's not expected to win. Six days notice. It, really? Oh, well, let's say he keeps in really good shape. So let's say he walks around. At, I'm making this up because I have no idea. Let's say Masvidal walks around at 185. So he's got a 10-pound weight cut to do, and he's got six days to prepare for a guy that picks you up, puts you in your ass and grinds the shit out of you with elbows and jab, uh, ground and pound. Very, very, very difficult to prepare for that in six days. Mm. But Masvidal, the need to Ben Askren, 
decimation of Nate Diaz. Ben Askren was probably a better wrestler than us. Yeah, maybe. but Ben Askren, no disrespect, couldn't punch his way of a wet paper bag, whereas oh. Us- Usman's striking is, is far superior, far, yeah. far better. But, you know... He's, he's a boring fighter, man. He is. Yeah. And it's it's not easy for him either, though. I totally agree with you. And, yeah. and, it's, and it's not easy for him because he's been preparing for someone who's a little bit similar to him. And now he's got a guy that just likes to stand and bang. Bit of duty boxing and that's it. What's your prediction? Oh, shit. If I'm a betting man, I think, I think like I said, when I bet I got completely wrong last week yeah. about Dan Hooker. Um, I think that... I said Dan Hooker there as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I he think, had more in the tank, he would have won. Yeah. yeah. I think his cardio failed him yeah. a little bit there. I think Usman... Masvidal is an unknown, uh, quant- uh, he's not quantifiable, he's extremely highly unpredictable. I think you just take him down, sit on him, five rounds, just yeah. sit on him, sit on him, sit on him. Doesn't matter that it's not exciting, Usman doesn't give a shit. So I think Masvidal KOs Usman in the first round. Do you reckon? Yeah. Well, we'll put everyone five pound this week. Or my accumulator. Can we get some bets? Uh, yeah. So, should, we, should we get the bet three six five? Yeah. Well, I've uh, I've already given them enough money. They could give me some back. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like with all these. Let's get some sponsors for Jim. <laughs> Don't forget to go and sponsor Jim. Uh, yeah, no, Jim. follow people should follow James on Instagram. Actually, if you like looking at American food, mm. you like your American food. Now, I put on my Instagram the other day asking people. Uh, I said we give people some advice. Okay. Um, financial advice is one of the words I use, but I can't. I can't do that. Don't come to me for that. So I've taken some screenshots of some of these people's questions. Okay, I haven't read any of them. I've just screenshotted them. I've looked for ones that are like Jafer, blah blah blah, blah and I've gone. Okay, mm. that's a question. First one is: <clears throat> You sat down. Yes, you are. Any tips on how to let an ex go who you had so many memories with? If that makes any sense. No, it makes no sense. Next question. Joking. I think, personally, mm. being a realist, yes. The size of the world, and I'm, I know saying there's plenty more fish in the sea is hard when you sort of imprinted on someone. It's difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, you've just got to accept that. That's all you can do is accept it. Don't force it. Allow it. People come in and out of your life when you don't expect it. That's what I've learned anyway. You'll you'll not want anything, and someone else will come along that you don't expect. Um, just accept that like nothing's going to change you, you, otherwise you're worrying about worrying there's no good worrying about worrying because it doesn't change anything no just accept that it's happened yeah you had some great memories together and it, it fucking sucks for a while it does yeah of course and then acknowledge it and, and, and it doesn't mean you have to be friends there's 7 billion people on the planet is there mm-hmm. Cole <laughs> <laughs> nobody knows you're going to find got, someone. Everyone's he's, got, he's got a long way to go before he's young Jamie. Isn't yeah, he? I know. Do you know what I mean? He's Jesus. Like, no. We got all the facts off him the other yeah, day about fucking New Zealand being bigger than London or UK. UK, he's a bloody... Jesus, sorry, I got that wrong. Um, I'd say accepting it and, and, and literally... When when people say... This is a thing as well. When people say moving on, yeah. if his ex, for example, it is a guy, said, we'll call him Jonathan, Yeah. said, I've moved on. Mm. People hear the word moved on and they panic and think, that's it, she's with someone else or yeah. he's with someone else. Moving on isn't about being with someone else. It's just you're into another part of your life. So the term, I think a lot of people get freaked out with that as well. I've moved on. It doesn't mean you've moved on to someone else. And sometimes mm-hmm. it'd be disrespectful to assume that someone's moved on to someone else, especially when they're a big part of your life. Enjoy the memories you had. You don't have to be, it's nice to be civil. Just mm-hmm. accept it and move on. They don't have to be a part of your life again. Um, once in a blue moon, you do come across someone who does, you know, is a big part of your life and, and, they will somehow always be a part of you, and that's fine, but accept it and keep it to yourself and 
Don't tell your next fucking partner. You can't control yeah. the actions of somebody else, you know, and you're not responsible yeah. for the actions of another person. So at the end of the day, as much as it sucks, you're going to have to just deal with it. You just got to put it out to the universe, you know, and let it come back in. Chill vibes. As a Gemini, I no. kind of just move on. And as, no, as a Libra, I just, it's only because I know three star signs, Cancer, Libra, Sagittarius, and Gemini. Yeah, I'd say that. Just acceptance and move on. And yeah, it. exactly. Can't um, about it. Sorry about that, Jonathan, but honestly, you will be all right. Um, there's a lot of ones about my impressions. <laughs> I can't think of a clever question, but I think you are brilliant, because it's just me, apparently. Okay, cool. And I'm really enjoying the podcast. Nice. Okay, here's a question. This okay. is quite, it's quite serious. Of oh, course. This is from, I'm going to name him, because he hasn't, Said about being anonymous. This is from Mac Poulter. Okay. How many times do you wank a week? <clears throat> Cole's got an answer, apparently. Jeez. Cole's like, dead, dead. How, do you, how many times do you masturbate a week? Do you, know, do you know what, like, do you know what really, really annoys me about things? I'll go first. Okay, you go first. What's three times five? <laughs> Three times five. Fifteen. Fifteen times a week. Fifteen. <laughs> Minimum. <laughs> I don't have sex. That's on a dry week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, fifteen times a week. Depends. The thing is, though, we should be okay about talking about masturbation, guys. It's perfectly natural thing. If I'm stressed, right, mm. I don't always jerk off for pleasure. I do it because it fucking relaxes me. You've got all them endorphins and testosterone and fucking yeah. dopamine leaving your brain. And mm. it's, you could, like, you could be on the verge of dying jerk off and it's like great i feel great for five that, minutes that's how you become a sex addict yeah I, sex addict <laughs> your daughter uh how many times do you masturbate jay i mean you, you have a girlfriend yeah, I, do. but I, I don't fucking know 10 i don't know get 10 those are rookie numbers yeah i know i need to up them um okay uh, that's a straight up answer yeah, favorite sweet. film and why do you want to go first that's from jack stock and i my favorite films are gangs of new york mate. yeah i know gangs of new york it is a great film. You have one one film you can choose here, James. I know. I mean, we're both movie buffs, and it was easy for me. You have one film. I'm gonna go with it. I'm gonna do it. Roadhouse. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All of my mates at home are gonna be like, "Oh, of course you fucking picked that." Uh, Training Day. Training Day is a classic, though. Fucking incredible. There's film. a new film coming out with Sheila Buckle, Tax Collector. That's kind of Training Day vibes. Yeah, that looks good. Training Day and Gangs of New York. Yeah. Um, let's have a look. Okay. If you were to take a pack of biscuits on a first date to make a good impression, what biscuits would you take and why? Caramel, caramel hobnobs, because it shows I ain't fucking about. Like, you know, I've, I've whipped, you know, I, I brought no fucking bourbons. I've brought the big boy. You're implying that they will receive your knob as well. <laughs> Stop putting words in my mouth or biscuits. <laughs> I just like, no, nah, like it shows you're a baller. You're serious. You take dunking seriously mm -hmm. as well, because, you know, yeah, holds it together, doesn't it? Do you know what I mean? Camel obnobs. I'm quite a, quite a classical guy. Okay. I go in with a chocolate bourbon. Really? Because it's... You don't like a chocolate bourbon. It fucking... It's, it's, it's great. It holds well. Hang on. You're judging me before... <laughs> we were talking about you people at the start of the podcast. It, 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 it's Teflon. Sticks together when you dump it in the tea. It's great. chocolatey. Mm. It's well-rounded. It's lovely. I could have said a rich tea, mate. It just makes you into like a bargain basement basic no. bitch, doesn't it? Oh, that alliteration. Do you mean? Not really. 
<sighs> yeah, we can't all be as you know as conservative as as you, mate. <laughs> We're out here struggling. <laughs> Bourbon's at the top of our game, mate. That's like we've made it. If we have a bourbon, mate, I take I take packets of caramel hobnobs to strip clubs, and that's how I make it rain. Yeah, I just I take bourbons in the air. I'm just like, I love bourbons, and you do everything with them. You take the top off them, and it's great. The chocolate off—they're just mm. great. They're great with a nice full fat glass of milk or almond milk if you're a vegan. But this is the question: Does it show that you're a serious man? Well, does a hobnob? Would you like one of my knobs? <laughs> you're going full Joey Diaz with your fucking biscuits. <laughs> What if they do, what if you're like, oh, it's too OT? Like, bourbons, are, they do leave a little residue, but hobnobs, fucking, they congeal. <sighs> I'm not just saying, we're going we're gonna to end up having a fight over biscuits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Next question. If a Hollywood production company were making an animated feature of 120 minutes starring a celebrity you can impersonate, which one would you choose to do the voice for for 120 minutes? So basically, if I was going to... you, because... Yeah, if I was going to voice match. I'll ask you, though, as well. I was going to voice match. Uh, 120 minutes. Um, it'd be a it'd be a film on Christopher Walken. It'd have to be. That'd 100%. Because he's going to die soon and it'll be horrible when he does. Because death is horrible. I've got to pick somebody now and that's going to be really, really difficult. Oh. OP, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, OP, Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> Job's done. Like, do you know what I mean? Just yeah. got to talk with a bit of a sudden drawl done. That was more for you, that question. Yeah, there's a... There's loads here. Okay, here's one for you. Go on then. Oh, they've given you a choice. This is multiple choice. Oh, I love it. Who would you pick to be your bodyguard? Okay. You're, I know you're going to choose this. So these are the choices. Yes. McGregor, mm -hmm. Romero, mm -hmm. Hall, or Silver, Hall, sorry. Yeah. It's going to have to be fucking your Romero. No one's going to go near him, are they? Yeah. Look at the fucking size on him. No one's going to be like, oh, we'll try on that guy. I'd have silver. Would you? Yeah, he just, he's, look at his head. <laughs> it's not of this world. I would. Okay. I'd have silver, you'd have right. Romero. Yeah, yeah, Every day he's like, he's, I love you, man. <laughs> yeah. Michael Bisman loved your impression, know, didn't he? Oh, oh, sorry, who's, who's that? Sorry, Dave. Who? Who did you just say? Michael Bisman. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm quite whimsical with how I talk about him because he's, he's my mate. Your mate, Michael. Did you know oh. my mate, Michael Bisman? Mates, we are. Oh, Schaefer's mate, Michael. Yeah, Bisman. good oh, friends. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, he actually no, rang me up the other day and was like, um, you know, I, I feel like I'm, I'm no longer fighting anymore, but I feel like I'm sort of slowing down. Any sort of, you know, tips you can give me for mm. my striking game? And I went, do you know what, Mike? I said, we go way back, but that's like asking me to do an impression on a night out. It's, you know, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about it at some point. So... You know, for, I've actually, uh, he, if he wants to talk to me now, he has to go through my agent. Okay. Um, Christ, if we ever get on a podcast with him, he's going to be fucking throwing some digs at me. I nicest know. guy ever. I always say, yeah, fuck, he, fucking great guy. He's just the nicest guy ever, but he, he'll rip your throat out. Yeah. Um, not mine, because obviously he knows I'm quite handy. And your friends as well. And you we're know, friends. You know, it's me, he's going to yeah, be my we're friends. Shout out yeah. his wife as well. We're good yeah. friends. I'm just friends of the whole family. Yeah, it's good. Really, yeah. everyone. Yeah. Um, you know, me, Callum, everyone, we yeah. just all like, they all ring Uncle Shafe, they call me that's in the Bisping family. Yeah, that's good, isn't it? Yeah, Uncle Shafe. So, anyway, how do I go about with sparking my mate so? Fucking <laughs> How do I go about with sparking my mate so for constantly telling me to try and go for a girl that I like, but only started feeling this way recently after a year of friendship? 
And I've realized this is no longer about sparking out my friends. It's about the bloody girl. Any help on either situation would be great. Love your shit and wish the best for you in the future for now and in the future. Okay. Right. Like to mention, I'm 19 as well, just in case you thought I was some kid because of my profile puncture. No, picture. No, okay, cool. That's irrelevant. Um, first of all, don't spark your mates out. There's no reason to ever spark your friends out, even if they had sex with the girl that you really liked. The principal sucks, but you don't need to talk to them. Mate. You don't have to fucking spark your friends out. Your friends, they shouldn't be doing that anyway. Mm-hmm. You don't, don't fight your friends. No. Fight your brother. Mm. Or have a fight with your father if he hasn't left for the milk 27 years ago. <laughs> don't fight your mum. Sons should love their mums more yeah. than anything. Um, fight, have a fight with your brother. Don't fight your friends. People who fight their friends are dickheads. Don't fight your friends. You go, oh, that's classic. Go up saying, have a scrap with your friend. No, no, no. If you want to have a fight and you get into, don't even fight. Yeah. Don't even breathe. Mm. No, just don't fight your friends. Like, what a, don't, like, that's, uh, you're 19, mates. So you're showing probably a bit of mental maturity there. Sparking your friends out because they're telling you to go for a girl that you like. Mm. I don't know in which there's way. A, there's they, a lot to unpack there. Yeah. <clears throat> First of all, don't spark your friends out for encouraging you to go for a girl that you might like. That's, they're, they're, they're trying to help you in mm. whatever way they're wearing it. Yeah. Guys can, like my friends are fucking, shout out Rod, um, Granch, mm. and um, Pickle, Dewey. Mm. They're really good. We have quite a good support network. We sit down, there's no, nobody takes a piss out of each other. It's like, right, do, you know, yeah. let's talk about it. And they could be sort of, Sticking the oar in a bit and winding them up and going, yeah. oh, fucking pussy. Mm. Um, don't spark your friends out. No. That doesn't need to happen. Otherwise, they're not. You don't fight your friends. No. Don't do that. Um, they need to fight your, your corner, not you fight them. Yeah. Um, he started liking her after a year of friendship. That's mm. quite a pure way of developing feelings for someone. Yeah, it's um, nice. I've had that in the past where you end up liking someone who you've been friends with. Some, you don't mm. expect it. It's quite... People, people are very impatient nowadays and they want everything straight away. Yeah. When you just suddenly like someone over the space of a year or two, it's nice. It's very natural, it's organic. Yeah. And that's normal. It, you've built something. It sucks mm. when it's not replicated. Uh, reci- replicated? Reci- reciprocated, yeah, I should yeah, say. Yeah. Christ, can't get my words out. Um, I would say tell her mm-hmm. because at least you've got it out there then. Yeah. Just get it out there. Um, if it doesn't go the way you wanted it, don't worry about it. They're not the one for you. And as I said, be real with yourself and go, okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. It's all or nothing. You don't have to be their friend. Yeah. But at least you're honest with them and said, look, this is how I feel. And if they're like, I don't feel that way, they owe you nothing and you owe them nothing. So, no, exactly. Uh, don't spark your friends out. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's a given. You're 19, mate. You want all the friends you want. And they probably won't be your friends in the next few years. That's no. usually what happens. You, no. you have Cole's boomerang background all my life. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Any advice on that? Um. I'd probably just say, you know, with a year of friendship, you need to if you're gonna if you're gonna say that you have feelings towards them, you want to try and make sure that the friendship is salvageable if she doesn't feel the same way as well, because it sucks to lose a friend. Mm-hmm. We've all been there. Yeah. We've all been friend zoned, and then you tell them, and then they go, "Um, I kind of knew," and it's I not, haven't. and it's not going to happen. <laughs> So, um, you know, like you just got to, and you got to make sure that that friendship is, is, is salvageable, you know, yeah. and make sure that you don't turn into a crazy I think it's person. it's better to be civil. I don't think yeah. you should force yourself to, you know, have the energy of friendship that you did before prior to mm-hmm. liking them because it's just not fair on you. You've got to look after yourself. Yeah, of course. Number one. Um, last question. Yes, sir. What are your ambitions in your career? Honestly, for me, it's the most basic of things in the next five years to sell out a weekend at the Glee Club, Friday and Saturday. Nice. 
That's a good show, mate. Just for me, five next five years. So I'll be 37. So yeah, I have two nights, Friday and Saturday at the Glee sold out. I come and watch you, mate. Cheers, bud. Glee Club's class. I love it in there, man. Absolutely love it in there. It's an awesome venue. Um, My ambitions is, are, is, is, are, to be a, at least before I die, Mm -hmm. uh, voice act in a Disney Pixar movie. Yeah. I have a major role. I'll play Cayman the Cactus. (laughs) I'll have three lines, but I've done it. Yeah. Um, I believe in my talent as a voice actor. I do. Impressions is, I'm all right. Do I want to be doing impressions the rest of my life? No, I don't. I Mm. like entertaining people. Um, I like to write my own cartoon as well and have people impersonating my characters that I've created, mm-hmm. you know, apart from that. Um, next part, next episode, I yeah. think we'll be able to squeeze a guest on, you know, because <gasps> I think the lockdown's coming out. Uh, probably a special guest. I don't know if we'll be able to get any big names just no. yet because people Probably. are still in other countries. Of course. We'll get, we'll get someone on. We will. And shall we, shall we end in an, uh, what we, how we always end with me making a controversial statement? Um, I mean, you don't even have to ask my permission. But okay. okay. And I'll, I'll press the button when I want. Okay. okay. I really enjoyed Gangs of London, but I didn't like the last episode. I didn't like the way it ended. I didn't watch the last episode, and I've uh, also realised I haven't got... I've got a different soundboard on. <laughs> Goes quite well with what you said. F- football noises. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, all right. Well, thanks very much, everyone, for listening. Thank you for having me again. Bye. You ruined that. I know, fuck that. <laughs>